Growing a successful design business is hard work. There's so much to do and so little time to get it all done, not to mention the actual design work. The good news is that we are here to help. I'm Krista, the WordPress developer and website strategist from KristaRay.co. And I'm Corey, the designer and creative coach from CoreyWoodard.com. In the Get Back to Design podcast, we're going to share strategies and tools to help streamline and grow your design business, ditch the code and anything else you don't love, and well, get back to design. Grab a cup of coffee, open that Illustrator file you've been working on, and let's dive in. All right, so I am really excited about today's topic. Um, I know that a lot of you designers, just like I guess any online business owner, spend a lot of time doing the things you don't want to focus on. Like for me, things like writing blog posts, anything social media related, answering emails, like just feels like it gets in the way of the development work I'm doing. And I know you guys feel the same way, except you have something extra added on in your web design projects, which is development. So I know a really common complaint a lot of designers have is they love design. You guys love doing website designs and being able to make this gorgeous creation that will move your clients' businesses forward. But then you get to the coding part and it gets a little less fun. And maybe for some of you, it's not even that it's less fun, but just that you would rather be doing design. So I know a lot of you also feel like you have to force your way through design to offer these services you want. You know you want to have that web design offering, but you might feel like, all right, well, if I have web design, I want to do custom sites, I have to suffer through development. And that is not what needs to happen. So today we are going to talk about about five of the biggest benefits I've seen from designers I work with um, for collaborating with a developer. Corey, what do you think about that? I am so excited for you to talk about this for our listeners because I fall under literally everything you just said. Like, I love doing design, blog posts, not so much, social media, not so, like all the stuff, not so much. And then you brought up coding, and I was just like, ugh. <laughs> Her face changed. Really, she really Yeah, was- I really hate coding so much. And I it's because of everything that you're going to talk about in this episode, I know. Um, and I do know that in the past, I have felt like, you know, that's just part of it. I did have to suffer through it because, you know, my clients couldn't afford for me to be able to outsource um, that side of it. But the projects you and I have worked on and like Coded Creative as a whole, where I just design pretty templates and you just bring them to life. It's so amazing. And yeah, I think anyone who's definitely interested in doing web design or they're already doing web design and they're like, the coding, I have no clue what I'm doing or I don't really know where to start when working with a developer. I think this will be a really good episode for them to listen to. Yeah, I'm excited and I hope that it does like just get some wheels turning. Like if you have been in the place thinking like you hate this part of your projects, but you just feel stuck with it. I'm sure some of these will resonate, and at the end, we'll go through a few action steps that will help you out, so be sure to stay tuned for that. But I will dive into our first 
point here. So one of the biggest benefits I've heard from the designers I work with of working with the developer is that you spend more time doing what you want to do, whether that is design or social media or whatever parts of your business you really love. When you're not spending days and days coding this website you created, you're going to have more time for other things. Like coding takes time for everybody. For me, for a custom site, it's usually between 40 and 60 hours. So how many more websites could you guys design if you had that extra 40 or 60 hours? And from a lot of designers I've heard, it takes you guys a little bit longer than it takes me to do some of these coding things. So maybe even if it's not quite doubled, maybe it's taking you 70 hours. Like, holy cow, Corey, how many designs could you do in 70 hours, do you think? Oh my gosh. If you gave me back, well, I'll say that that's maybe like two weeks total of like design time. You would definitely give me room to take on a whole nother project. Mm -hmm. And like going further into how much time it takes, it's so funny because I was just thinking literally you were just helping me on a project (laughs) um, in the past week. And I was struggling. You guys, I spent so many hours trying to figure out how to do this one thing for one of my client sites. And I asked Krista, hey, I'll pay you. Take a look at this. And she's like, five minutes later, yeah, I'm done. That was all you had to do was change this. So yes, it's a huge difference in time when you can say, here, you know what you're doing. I'm literally just making crap up trying to like, you know, what is the phrase? Throw spaghetti at a wall or something. So yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could save so much time on that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and that happens a lot. So that if you guys like feel like that, like that would happen, don't feel bad. Cor- we've had that. I've had that happen with Corey in the past week. I've had that happen with a d- designer I'm working with on Retainer in the last week. And then in the last big project I did, um, I take nights off. I don't work on client projects at night. And I logged into a Slack group for one of the clients I'm working with. And she had been sending me all these messages. And she was like, okay, I've literally been working on this for three hours. Can you take a look at it? It literally took me, I track my time for her. It literally took me 20 seconds. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So this is not a fluke. (laughs) So if if you find yourself, you know, spending way too much time on something, you're like, I know this should be easy. You know, that would be one great benefit of working with a developer. You'd have more time, I guess, just for brain space. Like think of how much more relaxed you could feel if you didn't have to feel that frustration but you could spend more time designing, or if you didn't want to take on more design projects, relax, spend time with your family, your husband, go do fun things. I don't really know what people do for fun, but I mean, (laughs) do those things, so yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and going off of that too, Krista, just with this project that you are helping me on, I think sometimes we set a timeline and we're like, okay, surely I would be able to finish development in this amount of time. And like, that's what happened um, on this project to me. I thought, okay, I can definitely get it done this soon. And then it turned out that because I didn't know what I was doing, I couldn't get it done that soon. So then I was having to spend extra time at night and on the weekend, like Googling how the heck to make this thing 
amazing work that Krista figured out in like five minutes, of course. (laughs) But I think, you know, that's another benefit of being able to hand it off to a developer. And you may talk about this here in a couple minutes too, but when you hand it off to someone who has experience and they know what they're doing, you, you can feel confident that, okay, it's going to be done in the time frame that I told my client it's going to be done in. And I don't have to worry about emailing them at the last second and saying, you know, I can't figure out how to do this. So unfortunately, it's going to be a couple extra days or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that does lead right into the next point. But it is never fun to have to email a client and tell them that. So if you do find that coding is something that tends to let your projects run over, even if you can't afford to work with a developer right now, or you just feel like you're not quite ready, just allow yourself extra time during the development phase. Give yourself at least two extra days just in case something little does come up that takes you a full day to figure out. Um, it would just help you avoid a lot of headaches in the future. But on the topic of feeling confident, working with a developer i found helps a lot of designers feel more confident in the final product they're giving their client. Because if you are forcing your way through development, you probably aren't aware of the best practices. So I went to school for five years for software and web development. I know, I know the basics. I know more than the basics. I know what I'm doing. And... If you are self-taught, I think that's amazing. Props to you, but you're just not aware of all these best practices. And Corey, I know you've talked about this before. I don't. I think it was a couple of years ago. Um, you weren't quite sure about responsiveness on a client website, and they had to keep coming back to you over and over because things weren't working right. And I mean, that's common too. If you're not, if you don't know exactly what responsiveness is, or you don't know how to figure that into the coding you do, that's a big deal, especially today when people are so focused on that kind of thing. And so, yeah, if you are unaware of like these best practices for responsiveness and SEO or whatever it is. Working with someone who knows about these things is just going to take a whole lot of pressure off of you and you're going to find that your clients are getting better results and they're happier with the entire process. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. I know, um, like you brought up that project of mine and it was so frustrating for both me and the client because I thought I I'm doing everything that I know how to do you know I thought to me it does look responsive because I had looked I think on my phone and my iPad but she's like but what about bigger screens and it's like oh my god I hadn't even thought about how things might change when you go from like my laptop size which is small to like a giant iMac or something like that and so it's the little things like that and not only do they add up and kind of make you frustrated and your client frustrated but when your client sees you stumble with things like that it can make them less comfortable and less likely to come back to you in the future because they're like I mean yeah this person gave me a really good looking design but they don't know what they're doing so Mm -hmm. they will go and find someone else who is more confident and knows better what they're doing with designs so that's definitely one instance where I wish I could have just handed it off to someone who knew exactly what they were doing it would have made the project so much shorter And I think both me and the client at the end of the day would have been so much happier in the long run. Mm -hmm. And what you were saying made me think of something else like confidence and how easy it is for your clients to make updates. So 
since I, when I had my website designed, I was not a WordPress developer. I did software and web development, but I didn't know the WordPress land. And since now that's what I do, I can look at my theme and I found many things where I've been like, ooh, my designer was definitely a designer and not a coder. So to me, you know, with my techie brain, that would be like a turnoff from working with her again in the future. But just at different levels, your clients will pick out those different things if there are places you're not comfortable and they're gonna pick that up at least every once in a while and we never want that. So working with a developer can just help you be confident about those things, know that nothing's getting missed, and just make sure that your clients aren't finding any of these little things that we are hoping stay hidden. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So benefit three of working with a developer is a big one. I think you guys are going to be into this one, but it's that you can offer extra design features. So for myself, any design work I do is very, very limited. Like, If a client asks me to design something, I'm just gonna say straight up no. And when I design something for myself, I just have to settle with the fact that it's not gonna be that great. Like I can make it look okay, like maybe better than the general person walking down the street, but it's definitely not what it would look like if I had Corey do it for me. And the same exact thing is true for most designers about development. So maybe you are designing a homepage and you have this feature you really, really want to add, but you don't know how to code it yourself. And either you add it in anyways and hope you can figure it out. Corey might have a story for us about that. Or you don't put it in because you don't want to fight with it and you're just worried. And in that case, you are really limiting yourself and your own creativity and what you can offer to your clients. Mm Mm-hmm. So many of the projects that I took on when I first got started, um, it was me putting in stuff that I had no clue how to accomplish in terms of coding. And then once I got to that stage in the project, it was like crossing my fingers, hoping and praying every single blink I was taking that I would be able to figure it out. And I will admit, I still have some projects like that where um, the trends online are changing, like this project that I am just wrapping up right now. I love the website, but there are several different things on there that are trendy now for that specific niche that I have no experience in. And it was definitely a learning experience to try to figure out how to accomplish those things. Um, I am fortunate enough that now I have you where when I get stuck, I can be like, take all my money and help me figure it out. But in those beginning years, you know, I would either design something and feel so frustrated when I was up all hours of the night trying to figure out how to code it. Or I would have to design something that I felt was too simple and really boring. And then at the end of the project, I was happy it was over, but I was like, you know, I really wish that we could have added something more unique or something Mm -hmm. just different for that client to make their site stand out more for themselves. So, oh my gosh, yes. it's And that's something that I really like about our whole entire coded creative collaboration is that I can design stuff and I'm like Krista you are either gonna love me or you're gonna hate me when you see these mock-ups that has been said several (laughs) times sometimes it is hate I'll be honest (laughs) (laughs) yeah but I mean that's a really fun part of that is to be able to just let my create creativity 
kind of flourish and then let you let your nerdy side flourish when you figure <laughs> out how to bring it to life. <laughs> totally. Do you do you find that you kind of hold back a little bit when you're designing and I'm not doing development for you or do you just usually still kind of wing it and cross your fingers? To a certain extent, I would say this one project um, was one of the um, only ones here recently where I was kind of doing something that was really, really different and I was crossing my fingers that I would be able to figure it out at the end. And it turned out that some of the things were just a little more complex than I had originally thought to go <laughs> figure. But for most projects, I would say I try to stay within my experience level or if I know from the get-go that my client is you know, requesting features or something that I'm not, I don't know how to do those things. I try to anticipate like you and fitting the project into your schedule so that I don't have to take on that frustration because, oh my gosh, that's what it is when you can't figure it out. It's just mm-hmm. pure frustration. Yep. <laughs> it is. And like, I know the feeling too. And like helplessness and basically you hate all life. It happens to me too. <laughs> <laughs> but along with that, Um, We've talked about this in a past episode, but I know that there are a lot of you that are wanting to offer custom website design, but because of these development skills, you might only be offering semi-custom websites or something like that. So along with adding additional design features and not having to play it safe within your abilities, you can also expand your offerings into custom website design and all of those things too. So Basically, the point of this one is that you can really let your creativity flow and show off what you can do and not have to play it safe anymore. So that is something I've really liked seeing from the designers I work with, like comparing websites they were doing themselves to once they start working with me. It is so fun to see the difference. Oh my gosh, I can only imagine like, seriously, just looking at some of my previous sites and then the couple of projects we've worked on together. And then, like I've said, all of the coded creative sites, some of this stuff on those sites, it's like, yeah, I never would have been able to figure Mm -hmm. that out myself. So yeah, now I'm thinking it would be fun to do some kind of before and after somehow. I don't know if you guys would let me but there's an idea I have for myself. (laughs) Corey just looks up in the air like, um, Um, I don't know. Interrupting the parts of your design projects you love for tasks you don't enjoy doing isn't any fun. For a lot of designers, one of the most frustrating parts of a web design project is the coding and anything else tech-related. The design comes easy to you, but then you have to spend hours and hours googling how to make a simple change to the template you're using to make it just right. Luckily, it doesn't have to be this way. In the free Get Back to Design email series, you'll learn all about how to partner up with the developer on your design projects so you can ditch the code and do more of what you love. We'll talk about what to know before going into your first collaboration, what the process looks like, and how to find the perfect developer for you. To learn more about this free series, head over to getbacktodesign.co slash series. Our fourth benefit here of collaborating with a developer is that you have someone else to take care of ongoing tasks for your clients. So I know a lot of the time you're deep in this new design project you have and all of a sudden an email pops in from a client you worked with, who knows, three months ago, a year ago, and they want you to help them update something or something broke and they need your help fixing it. And now you're forced 
to either tell them to wait for however long you're booked out for or fitting it into your schedule and working extra hours and just having that extra stress. And I know that's not fun. So if you do decide to work with a developer, that's someone who could take those kinds of things off your plate. Uh, I have a couple maintenance or uh, retainer packages and that's something I do for a lot of clients. If they have um, a past client pop in their inbox and need help with something, rather than having to stop what they're doing and take the time to fix it, they can just send that task off to me. And the same kind of thing goes for things like updates, backups, and security. If you're a designer and that's like your zone of genius, things like update security and backups are not your zone of genius. So having someone else to pass those more boring tasks onto is a big weight off your shoulders and definitely benefits your clients in the end. Oh my gosh, not only that, but the fear I have had when I have done updates and backups for clients who desperately need it, because we all have those clients that let all of their themes and all of their plugins and even WordPress sometimes sit unupdated. When you're taking those things on and that's like you were saying, that's not your expertise and you're like, you're squinting, just barely wanting to look at the screen when you hit update because you're like really scared that their whole entire site is gonna go down. And you're not, you're like, if their site goes down, I don't know what to do except contact their hosting support team, you know, that kind of thing. Um, And when, like when you have done this or when I've seen you do this for other clients, you know immediately, okay, I have this backup. I know exactly what to do if something goes wrong. And just knowing that someone would know what to do and wouldn't just freak out and go crawl under a table and lay in fetal position for a little (laughs) while freaking out, like that's really good to know. And not only that, but your point about your retainer packages. Um, Some people in our Facebook group were actually talking about how they have recently had clients where it's like they have to stop what they're doing and spend a couple hours figuring out how to fix whatever, you know, problems their past clients are having. And that's a huge thing to be able to pass that off to someone else. So you know that their problems are getting fixed. It's getting fixed in a timely manner, but Mm -hmm. you can still go on with the projects that you currently have. And you don't have to worry about, like you said, making time in your day or working, you know, extra hours at night or something to be able to get these things all fit into your schedule. You're like, okay, I have this person in my back pocket that I can call and I know everything is going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know just for things I outsource, that's that's huge for me. I don't like dealing with hosting. So I actually have a different developer I work with for stuff related to hosting, like domain transfers and stuff like that. For me, that's a huge weight off my shoulders. So I know kind of this maintenance and update stuff is similar. And for those of you who kind of know you want to work with a developer but are intimidated by by that price tag, smaller packages like this are a great place to start. I'm working with a couple designers. They have me for two hours a month. It's like 160 bucks for them, super low commitment, but I'm there for two hours for them every month. If they need help, I jump in and help them. And I know that's a huge weight off their shoulders and it's not this big monetary commitment that a lot of people think about when they think about working with a developer. So just kind of another way you can look at it. Exactly. And I think going off of that too, that's a more easy way 
to be able to kind of fit that in, like you were saying, financially, because I wanted to take on a developer and have someone else that I could give this stuff to like three years ago. Mm -hmm. But when I was outsourcing, um, well, starting to outsource and kind of trying to find who I would work with and what their prices were, I was like, this person is charging double what I am charging my client for the whole project. I don't have clients who are going to pay that right now. And I know a lot of people are in that same position. It's like scary. You think, oh, I have to bump my prices up so high to be able to, you know, find the people who can also afford a developer. Or you're just like, I'm SOL. Like, I can't, I can't make it work right now. But I love the idea of just having you know, that person, whether it be you or anyone else, I obviously recommend that it be Krista, but um, to have that person where you're like, I can afford you so much easier, even if you're not Mm -hmm. kind of passing that little cost off to your clients, which you totally could bump your prices up like 20 or 30, maybe $50. And it's such a small price increase, but you're passing that off to your clients, but they don't even know. But um, depending on how many projects you're taking and how much money you're making, you could take that on and your clients not even know, you know, that you're having to outsource if you're like embarrassed for some reason about that, Mm -hmm. which I say don't be, but you can make it work that way. Yeah, that's a good point. And regardless of what, which developers you've seen around that you'd be interested in working with, if you don't see smaller packages like this on their website, just reach out and ask. Um, for a long time, I didn't have it listed on my website, and it wasn't until literally three people in one week asked me that I was like, okay, I should probably put it on my website. So if you see a developer and their lowest package is like a semi-custom website for, I don't know, a thousand bucks, ask them what other options they have, and you might be pleasantly surprised. So our last benefit here, which is the one I like the best, is basically that collaborations are just fun. So literally, Corey, I think we had, had we done like one homepage together when we decided like, okay, let's just start an entire shop doing this because that was awesome. Like, <laughs> Yeah, we had done the one homepage, which is very different from doing a whole entire like design together. And we just were crazy and we were like, yeah, let's just yeah. be even crazier and launch this thing. <laughs> There are so many things that make these collaborations fun for me, but I think the biggest thing is that since my mind is so techy, like I love having this part to play in this beautiful thing that's created. Like I get to take a little credit for that. And uh, that is so fun for me along with like the relationships I build with the designers. Like for almost everybody, I'd say about 90% of the designers I work with, it's not like a one-time project where we just do this thing and then don't talk again. Usually I add them to my Slack group so we can talk, you know, on and off during the project. And then that's just another online, like, friend you have. Like, some of the closest relationships I've built are from some of the designers I'm collaborating with. So that part of it is just so much fun for me and something I didn't expect. And Corey, is there anything that you like about it other than not having to deal with code that you maybe didn't expect or maybe because it's me that's not a fair question (laughs) I think the latter like because it's you it's not really a fair question because we're already like we're basically sisters (laughs) and we just get along so well 
But mm-hmm. I think something else that's really fun, kind of, that goes along with the collaborations is to have someone else take a look at your design and be like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. Because you literally always say that. Yeah. And I don't know <laughs> if it's because it's me and it's not fair. <laughs> or if you say that to all of the designers. I have a feeling you probably say that to everyone. So I'm not special, but that's okay. Yeah. But it is really fun, and um, it can build your confidence to have someone mm-hmm. else take a look at something and be like, oh, my gosh, this looks really good. And not only that it looks really good, but because you and I kind of have the same, like, strategy mindset, it's also fun to send something over to you, and you're like, all of this is good. I wouldn't change anything. You know what I mean? So... I don't know. Yeah. But at the same time, like it is you and it's just fun to work with you just because we have a good relationship. Mm -hmm. So if I could add anything in there too, is another benefit of collaborating with a developer is when you can find someone that you do have such a good relationship with that can make things more enjoyable in the long run. Because even though you're passing it off and you're not dealing with the coding or you're not dealing with you know, the updates or whatever it is that you're passing off. If you have like a good relationship with whoever your developer is, it's gonna make handing those things off really easy. You're gonna be excited to hand things off to them. You're gonna be excited to have your clients work with them, you know? So I think that's another another benefit that can really make someone want to work with another person because it's mm-hmm. like, I know you're an awesome person and my clients get to experience that. And yeah, I hope that all made sense. (laughs) I I didn't even think about that. It is important when you're finding someone to work with and that's not what we're talking about, but I'm going to talk about it um, (laughs) to think about that part of it. Do you want someone who's just going to take your design and not say anything to you and just make this thing and give it to you? Or do you want kind of a more personal approach where you're checking in on each other every couple of days, you're chatting randomly just because you feel like it, um, it feels, you know, just personal and more fun. So maybe that's something else you want to look at. Maybe if you're deciding between two people, that would be the deciding factor for you one way or the other, depending on your personality. So I'm glad you made that point. Mm-hmm. But so today, if for anyone listening who hasn't collaborated with a developer yet, maybe you haven't even thought about it until today, our action item for you is just to simply consider if working with a developer is right for you. So based on the benefits we gave, if any of those got you excited, if we're talking about hating code and you're like, heck yes, maybe <laughs> this is something you want to think about. So spend time thinking about, do you like the coding part? Do, would you rather take on more design work instead of coding, even if you do like coding? Could you free some stress from yourself? Uh, just sit, sit back and think if this is something you want, and we'll have some resources for you in the show notes if you do decide that working with a developer is the route you want to take. Yeah, and like we said, you know, just don't be afraid of maybe even just testing the waters. Mm -hmm. So if you're not sure if working with a developer is right for you, but you're like, I kind of want to just see what it's like, find someone like Krista or email Krista, hint, hint, 
and try out that little um, like retainer package Mm -hmm. that she offers or that someone else may offer and just test it out for a month or two and see how that works. And then if you really enjoy doing it, then you can start creating like a game plan to officially bring them on. Totally agree. So your action item is now two steps. First, think about if it's good for you. If you're not quite sure or you think it is, contact someone about trying out this smaller type package and see how it goes. Thank you so much for listening. For show notes, past episodes, and more information about the two of us, visit us online at getbacktodesign.co. If you enjoyed today's show, it would mean the world to Krista and I if you take two minutes to head on over to iTunes and leave a review. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so you can be the first to know when new episodes are available. Now put what you learned into action so you can streamline and grow your business, ditch the code, and get back to design.